Welcome to the podcast of Woburn Baptist Church. We hope that you enjoy listening to the sermons and other audio provided by us. Feel free to share what you find here, and we hope that it will be beneficial to you as you seek to know and follow Christ. John chapter 6, beginning in verse 60. Now, in the... Uh, in the 1800s, um, there was a, a group of people uh, that uh, we refer to as the quest for the historical Jesus. They were trying to look into the Bible to find what, what Jesus was really like. They were skeptics. They, they didn't really believe in all the miraculous things. And they were trying to determine from a scholarly perspective, what was Jesus really? They were dismissive about the, the truth, about Jesus actually turning water into wine, about Jesus actually coming back from the dead. But they knew Jesus was really a historical person, and so they wanted to know what Jesus was really like. And one scholar, as he described this movement, he said, this movement of the quest for the historical Jesus looked down into the well of history. And at the bottom, what they saw was their own reflection shining back at them. You see, when, when we try to remake Jesus and what we really think Jesus was, it always comes out turning just like us. That's our temptation. And so whether we're 19th century liberals looking at Jesus and seeing ourselves, or whether we're here, that's our temptation. When we look at Jesus, we want to see ourselves because that's comforting. We don't want to be confronted by Jesus. Our, our natural tendency is to want to be comforted, not confronted by Jesus. Jesus had some very hard things to say. And here, some of His disciples, not the twelve disciples, but some of the larger group of disciples that were following Jesus, walked away. They stopped following Jesus because of the hard things that he said. Let's read John chapter 6, beginning in verse 60. When many of his disciples heard it, they said, This is a hard saying. Who can listen to it? But Jesus, knowing in himself that, this, that his disciples were grumbling about this, said to them, Do you take offense at this? Then, what if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning those who, were, who did not believe, and who, it would, and who it was who would betray him. And he said, This is why I told you that no one can come to me unless, the Father, unless it is granted him by the Father. After this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. So Jesus said to the twelve, Do you want to go away as well? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And we have believed and come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Jesus answered them, Did I not choose you, the twelve? And yet one of you is a devil. He spoke of Judas, 
the son of Simon Iscariot, for he, one of the twelve, was going to betray him. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Your word is what we need. Your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Lord, may we hide its words in our heart that we may not sin against you. Lord, we pray that you would open our eyes, that we might not be seeing but not seeing. Open our ears that we might not be hearing but not hearing. Lord, let us receive your word. And let us not walk away from Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. The point of this passage Boiled down, I believe, is many stopped following Jesus because of his hard sayings. But those who the Father drew would persevere because Jesus had the words of eternal life. The first thing we see is Jesus had some hard teachings which caused some to stumble. We can look back at the previous passage when Jesus was teaching about how he was the bread of life. He was telling people, if you want to have any part of me, if you want to be my disciple, then you must eat my flesh and drink my blood. You can imagine that kind of creeped some people out. (laughs) To hear Jesus say that. And his disciples were offended. Even his own disciples were offended by this. Jesus, how can you say this? How can you say that we must eat your flesh and drink your blood? But they were blinded. They didn't see the spiritual reality behind that. Jesus didn't mean physically to eat his body. He meant a participation within him. Uh, It meant to believe in him. To believe in him is the same as to eat his flesh and to drink his blood. That believing in him is, is a kind of communion with him. In which He comes into us, and we are in Him, and we are united with Christ Jesus. Jesus also told His disciples that the foxes had holes, and the birds of the air had their nests, but the Son of Man had no place to lay His head. The path of following Jesus was hard. Jesus did not come and live in palaces. Jesus did not come and live a life of luxury, but he was poor and he lived a life that was destined for betrayal. He lived a life that was destined for persecution, for being beaten and rejected, and for dying for our sins. Don't believe the uh, prosperity teachers that say, come to Jesus, and if you just have enough faith, everything will be okay. Following Jesus sometimes means laying your life down. In fact, it always does. Jesus said, you must take up your cross. Jesus told the disciples that men would hate them for his sake. You want to follow Jesus? If what you heard was the words of Jesus saying, if you follow me, people are going to hate you. Is that something that would cause you to want to follow Jesus? But it's one of Jesus' statements. He had some hard sayings and many walked away. 
And Jesus said, he told his disciples they must take up their cross and follow him. Just as Jesus took up his cross, he was nailed to a cross and died for our sins. The life of every single believer will be one of taking up a cross. Denying ourselves, denying our own wants, our own desires, and following Jesus. Jesus was a controversial figure. He wasn't a people pleaser that never made people mad. His words brought a sword. Second, those who the Father will keep, those who the Father draws will keep following because they have no other place to turn. We see this. We see this in uh, verse 63 when it says, it is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. And we see that in verse 65 when Jesus says, and He said, this is why I told you that no one can come to Me unless it is granted Him by the Father. Jesus says such hard things about being His disciples that unless the Father draws us, we cannot come to Him. That's what Jesus says Himself. Unless the Father draws us, we cannot come to Him. In fact, Jesus here says, the Spirit gives life. The flesh is no help at all. It doesn't depend on the man who wills or the man who runs, but upon God who has mercy. Romans 9.16 It doesn't depend on our human effort. It doesn't depend on our strategies or anything like that. It depends upon the Holy Spirit opening up our eyes, enlightening us so that we believe what Jesus said. And we know there's nowhere else to turn. Jesus asked His disciples, are you going to go away as well? Just like the great crowd of people who were following Him at the beginning and then left, Jesus said to the twelve, are you going to leave it as well? The disciples, and represented by Peter, said, where else will we go? You have the words of eternal life. Their eyes were opened. They saw the reality of what life is all about. They saw Jesus for who He was. He was the Holy One of God. And when you see Jesus for who He is, you see a reality in which there is no other route except following Jesus. When you've seen the true reality of the universe, Jesus is the only way to go. Regardless of how hard it will be, Jesus is the only way to go. Then, though Jesus knows, we cannot tell the difference on this side between who will stumble and who will persevere. In verse 64, it says, For Jesus knew from the beginning who, were, who those were who did not believe and who it was that would betray Him. There were people who were following Him just like everybody else. They looked just like everybody else. They were following Him to the same places as everyone else. But there were some, and Jesus knew who they were who would walk away. Though for our perspective, and from all those disciples there, they didn't know who was going to fall away. The disciples didn't know who was going to fall away. Maybe even Judas didn't know he was going to fall away. From our perspective, we don't know, but it will be revealed in time. When Jesus made those statements, people began to fall away. People began to walk away. It was because they never really believed in Him in the first place. 
Maybe they just imagined what Jesus was like and had accepted a Jesus of their own making and not who Jesus really was. And Jesus said, Did I not choose you, the twelve, and yet one of you is a devil? Jesus was sovereign over picking the twelve disciples. He knew every single one of them. He chose all twelve disciples. And He knew what was in every single one of their hearts. And yet Judas was among their numbers. Jesus is in control. Jesus knows who He's bringing into His church. But in the end, we know what happened to Judas. It was revealed that he, know, he didn't really believe. He was in it. He was the treasurer. We were told that he used to take some from the purse. He didn't really believe. Though he looked like it on the outside. Though he was sent out to preach with the twelve, two by two, casting out demons. He wasn't real. What this comes down to is many stopped following Jesus because of His hard sayings, but those who the Father drew would persevere because Jesus had the words of eternal life. How do we apply this? I want to give you an encouragement. Keep following Jesus. Jesus. While things get difficult, while you might feel betrayed, while things happen in this life that might cause you to want to give up, to want to walk away, to say, oh, churches, I've, got, I've had enough of them. They just don't treat people right. Don't walk away from Jesus. Keep following Jesus. Time will tell who is real. If you walk away from Jesus, there is no guarantee that your faith was ever real in the first place. Keep following Jesus. Don't let discouragement stop you. Because He has the words of eternal life. There is no place else to go. He is ultimately satisfying. And there is no other. Thank you for listening to this message from Woburn Baptist Church. For more information, please visit us at www.wilburnbaptistchurch.org or you can also like us on Facebook.